Looking to be in the know on all things franchising? You're in the right place. Welcome to Franchise Frankness with your hosts, the preeminent experts in all things franchising, Tiffany Tolliver, Paul Gigi, and Steve Slowey. Hey guys, this is Tiffany with FranchiseFrankness.com and in this video, we're going to go over the 10 steps to opening your own franchise. Now these steps are important so that you know what to expect as you start your journey into opening your own unit. I've personally walked many franchisees through this process and it's helped them understand the entire roadmap. So what's coming up next? What can I be working on, etc. So it's very beneficial to understand the whole process so that you don't get overwhelmed and so that you can also see what's coming up next. So with that, let's get started. Step one, find a franchise. Now that sounds easy enough, but it entails more than you think. So task number one, self-evaluation. Now you wanna think about your personal financial statement, your experience, your current lifestyle, and your why. You know, why do you want to get into a franchise? That leads right into our next task, which is choose your franchise type. A lot of different franchise types out there. There's restaurant franchises, there are entertainment franchises, there are um, franchises in healthcare, franchises in retail. You know, choosing that franchise type based on that self-evaluation is really gonna set you up for success. And that leads us into task three, concept search. Now we have a whole video on how to search for a concept, so I'm gonna link that below and I'm gonna go to the next task, which is to call around. Call the different franchisors whose franchises you're interested in. Do a little mini interview. Get a feel for the culture. And while you're on the phone with them, find out if they have any requirements, such as financial requirements. All franchises, all, all franchises are gonna have financial requirements. So go ahead and find those out while you're on the phone with them. That leads me to the next task, which is review the FDD. Now, while you were on the phone with the franchisor, their main goal with that conversation, if they vetted you to a point, is to send you their FDD, their franchise disclosure document. So I'm gonna cover um, the details of franchise disclosure document in another video, and I'm gonna go ahead to task number six, which is call the franchisees. The franchisor is probably gonna give you a list, and it may be within the FDD, of franchisees that they think are similar to your situation. Okay, step number two is financing analysis. Now, this involves things like your profit and loss statement. So when you're on the phone with the franchisor, ask him if he can send you a copy of a P&L. Now, usually they will give you that in, expressed in terms of percentage, um, so you may not have exact numbers, but using the FDD and a P&L template that's provided by the franchisor will get you far enough to understand big picture. Now, another task within financing analysis that I would recommend would be go and sit down with the bank. Understand your financing options before you get too far invested in the thought of, of this franchise. All right, step three, buying a franchise. So what does that entail, right? Uh, at this point, you've done your self-evaluation, you found a franchise that you liked, you've reviewed their documents, their FDD, you've talked to them, etc. They're likely gonna invite you to attend a discovery day. So discovery days are usually day-long events where the franchisor will invite you to their home office and they will explain the concept in detail to you. So you'll hear from all the major departments, you'll hear from real estate, marketing, development, construction, operations, you'll hear from all of those folks and they'll tell you what owning and operating this franchise looks like. Now after Discovery Day and the franchisor's evaluation of you and your evaluation of them, 
The next logical step is the franchise agreement. And the franchise agreement is a contract between you and the franchisor that details out all the requirements, all the obligations, all the monetary implications of you owning and operating that franchise. Okay, step number four, site selection. So I've done a whole video on site selection. I'm gonna link that below. Uh, it talks about the four buckets of real estate and it kind of hones in on the basic principles of site selection. So I'll link that down below and we'll go on to step number five, which is real estate transactions. So there's a lot to take in, in terms of real estate transactions. The first thing is, are you going to lease or are you going to buy or acquire the property? Now, in most cases, people lease and with leasing goes along letters of intent, intense project scheduling, because you want to make sure that you hit those deadlines and the lease agreement itself. So we're going to go into more depth on the lease agreement in another video. And I'm going to go on to step number six which is plans generation. So you've signed your lease and now you're ready to hire an architect and get going on the plans. So at this stage of the game, you wanna be in heavy contact with the franchisor because they're gonna give you design requirements. And your architect is going to be responsible for implementing those design requirements into your plans. Now, generally speaking, plans generation takes anywhere from 30 to 45 days, depending on the complexity of the concept. Now understand that within the plans generation phase, you may also be working with a civil engineer. You may also be working with an attorney. You may also be working with um, community boards such as planning and zoning. So be prepared to deal with all of those individuals. The franchisor also gets the opportunity to review your plans, make comments, just to make sure that your plans and how, it's, how the unit is gonna be built lines up with their brand standard. Now, after plans generation comes step number seven, which is permitting. Now, you enter into permitting as soon as the architect submits your plans for review to the agency having jurisdiction. So that could be county, that could be city, could be health department, could be building department. It just depends on the municipality. Now, simultaneously with submission to the agency having jurisdiction, the architect is also going to submit your plans for bid. And what that means is, the architect is gonna produce either a CD set or a hard copy set of the plans for general contractors that you've pre-chosen, pre-screened to review and place a bid on. Now, this is very important. You wanna make sure that you at least get three bids from three different contractors. Now that's important because you wanna make sure that the price that you're getting is a fair price and that it's market value. And the last task within permitting is actually pulling that permit. So pulling that permit has some implications on its own. Um, that could be a hinge pin for your rent commence. We'll cover that in a separate video. Okay, after permitting comes step number eight, which is construction. Now, as you can imagine, construction has a lot of moving parts and it's your GC's responsibility to manage all of those moving parts. Now, one thing that I would recommend for you to do is before you get too far into the construction, you wanna make sure that you get a construction schedule from the GC. That will help you manage that timeline so that you are meeting your commitments per your lease agreement and you're also meeting those commitments that you made to the franchisor. Now at the end of construction, you're gonna be issued a CO or a TCO. Now a CO is a certificate of occupancy, which means that the building department or the municipality in charge has said you're good to go. You fulfilled all the requirements of the permit and you're ready for opening day. A TCO is a temporary certificate of occupancy and may allow you to 
start your training or initial inventory onloading, um, but please keep in mind with the TCO, you are still responsible for obtaining the permanent CO. Now, at this time, you're also doing a punch list. So the contractor is gonna do a walkthrough with you and make sure that everything is done per your lease agreement and per your contract with them. All right, after construction comes step number nine, your grand opening. So this is where a lot of the franchisor coordination comes into play. So you've got marketing involved, you've got operations involved, you've got the training team involved. All of those different departments at the franchisor's office are coming to help you and make sure that you get open in the correct way and per the brand standard. Now, an event that usually goes on with grand opening is a friends and family event. Some people call this different things. The standard industry term is friends and family. That's where you have a soft opening for a scheduled day and it's by invite only. You get to showcase your franchise unit to your friends and family. So that's not only limited to your you know, immediate friends and family, but all the people that helped you along the way. So it could be you had a really great broker, invite them to the friends and family. You had a really great GC, invite them. Make sure that this is a community event. If you do it the right way, this can be a lot of positive exposure for you. Now, step number 10 is ongoing. It's called facilities maintenance. When you open the doors to your franchise, you're gonna be responsible for how the facility operates. You know, uh, Be sure to keep those warranties on your equipment, on your roof, all of those things that you paid for, make sure that you keep those organized because as your unit ages, there's gonna be things that break, there's gonna be things that need replacement, and you would be remiss if you didn't cash in on those warranties that are available to you. Now, during the operating life of your franchise unit, you're gonna have inspections. You're gonna have inspections by the health department, you're gonna have inspections by the franchisor. Now, they're gonna come in and make sure you're operating per their brand standards. With that, that wraps up the 10 steps to opening your own franchise. If you like this video, please give it a thumbs up. If you have any questions, feel free to write those in the comments below. And we look forward to seeing you in the next video. Thank you. Have a question for your hosts of Franchise Frankness, Tiffany Tolliver, Paul Gigi, and Steve Slowey? Go online to FranchiseFrankness.com now.